It's the Pinky the Pig Show. <laughs> Okie dokie, it's me, it's Pinky the Pig, and it's time for our podcast show. Thank you for listening from all over the world and planet Earth. And all over the universe. And I'm here with my excellent friend, Mildred the Moo Moo Cow. Hi, Pinky. How are you, little one? I'm doing really good, little one. How are you? <laughs> I'm awesome. What's going on? Well, you pick. Your, your turn. Okay, today we will celebrate a birthday, a very famous entertainer, a gentleman, actor, radio performer, and a comedian, and his name was Edgar John Bergen. One guy. Um, I've really never heard of him. Well, perhaps you have. You're just not putting it together. How's that, Mildred? Well, Edgar, he, he didn't just speak himself. He would speak for someone else, too. What do you mean? Well, he would create these characters, and then he would make his voice change and make a different character. Well, yeah, we know what that's all about. Yeah, yeah, I can relate to that. Right, and that's what he did. But not only would he make the voice appear that it came from something else, that's called, he would throw his voice. Okay. He would do it, and then he would keep his mouth and his lips and his teeth still, and he would do it without showing that he was making the sound. And so the sound would come out and it wouldn't even look like he was doing it. It's called ventriloquism. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that, ventriloquism. That's when you're talking and you, do, you don't even look like you're talking. Right, and that's what he's famous for. He was born in 1903 on this day, February 16th. His parents were from Sweden, and when he was four years old, he, he was born in Chicago. When he was four years old, he moved back to Sweden uh, to, to see his parents' homeland and then back to the United States at the age of 11. And that's when he started studying how to be a ventriloquist. A ventriloquist, that's when you, you talk without moving your lips and the people cannot tell where the voice is coming from. Right, and he, w- he got this little puppet, and they, they, it was called a dummy. A dummy! And it was made out of wood. Oh. And he was 16 year- years old when he got his first dummy. He paid $36 for it. Man, that's a lot of money back then, like 1919. All right, and it came from a wood carver, and he designed it from a friend of his that he knew as a child that had red hair. So the little dummy had red hair? Right, and his name was Charlie McCarthy. Oh, that's funny. Right, and he he had a whole show. He he had a whole vaudeville act. Yeah, was that, he started right out in vaudeville? Well, no, it, actually, when he was a teenager, his father died when when... He was just a teenager. Yeah. And so Edgar, he worked in a silent movie house. He started, oh, the silent movie houses, right, when you just watch it, the movie before they had sound and the guy would play the piano. 
cracked. And Edgar would just sweep the floors, and then he learned how to work the projectionist. He became the projectionist. He worked the projector. Yeah, spit it out, Mildred. Sorry. And then he also became the piano player in the silent movie picture house. Oh, cool. And then he put his act together, and he got into theater. And his first performance was actually in a church with his little dummy, and he had his little act, and he started there. Nice. And then he did the theater. He traveled in vaudeville, private parties. But he also performed radio. Radio? Well, who cares if you're moving your lips on the radio? <laughs> I know. That's a pretty good racket, huh? Yeah, he did the radio show with his character. Hey, you know, we I'd like to have a radio show with our cat. I mean, you know what I mean? I know, that'd be great, huh? Yeah, actually, you know, get get discovered and make some money. Yeah. Well, we'll just keep trying, Mildred. Yes, we will. And that's what Edgar did. And he had his own radio show for 20 years. Yeah. He was very successful. Yeah. And he also made some movies and television. Nice. He has three stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame for his talent. One in motion pictures, one in radio, and one in television. Yeah, Edgar, good gone is his real name. Edgar John Bergen, pretty close. His full last name is Bergren. That's a Swedish guy. So he just took out a couple letters, but pretty close. Nice. And he became so famous that he was even on The Muppet Show, you know, later in his life. The Muppet Show, that's where they have all those Muppet puppets, but, yeah, that's not ventriloquism, that's different. They're hiding behind a box or a counter or something. They can move their lips all they want. Right. We did a podcast on The Muppet Show. Yes, we did. Which one, Mildred? I'm not really sure. Okay. And if you like our show, you can scroll through the titles and click on the ones that suit your fancy. That's right, Pinky. And I believe that episode was on Jim Henson, the creator of the Muppets. Yeah. And when Edgar died, his famous, famous dummy, Charlie McCarthy, made out of wood. Yeah. It went to a ver- to the Smithsonian Institute. Oh, yeah, the famous museum thing in Washington, D.C., where all the famous stuff is. You can go see it. Right. And he also had another dummy uh, named Mortimer Snurd. Mortimer Snurd? Well, that's a good name. He came up with that one. Right. And Mortimer Snurd developed into its own comic strip. Oh, that's fun. But Charlie McCarthy was the fancy one. He didn't start out all dressed up, but he got into New York City performing. He performed at the Rainbow Room, so he decided to dress up his dummy into a suit in a tuxedo with a top hat. Why are you going to the rain? Going to play the Rainbow Room? Yeah, you probably should wear a tux. Right. So Charlie McCarthy became very well dressed. Yeah, but. I'm thinking he kind of said whatever he wanted to. That was the funny part because Charlie McCarthy, he was a little bit of a 
wise guy character. But, you know, it, it was all in good fun, and he didn't mean any harm. But he could get away with saying things that humans <laughs> couldn't really say at that time. Yeah, I can only imagine. Right, and even Charlie McCarthy, he would make a joke once in a while because Edgar would be moving his lips. Oh, he's not supposed to. <laughs> he caught him moving his lips. Some of those letters probably hard to do without doing so. Right, and even the Oscars, they gave him a honorary sculpture a trophy, but it wasn't a gold-plated bronze statue. It was carved out of wood. Like the dummy all carved out of wood. Right. And, you know, there's that other lady that was a ventriloquist, Sherry Lewis. And she had, she did the same thing. She had the little puppet, and she wouldn't move her lips, but she would make the little puppet talk. And it was a little lamb. Yeah, Pinky. Um, it, it, its name was Lamb Chop. Lamb Chop? Lamb Chop? Mm-hmm. Oh, brother. Do you have any quotes from Edgar? Oh, just a couple. Yes, please. This first one comes from Edgar. He said, well, a friend in need is a friend indeed. Oh, come on, that's, he's not the first guy who said that. I don't know, perhaps. Okay, nice. And then here's this other one he said, because he used to always travel to Hollywood just as a tourist, but then he became successful and he went there to make money. So he said, after 13 years of life on the half shell in Hollywood, I have made a trip where I wasn't a tourist. Yeah, good for him. He made a big... That's right, Pinky. He and his wooden Charlie McCarthy, perhaps the most famous wooden boy since Pinocchio. Yeah, we did a podcast on Pinocchio. Yes, we did. Okay, that was fun learning about him. That's really interesting. I think I'm going to try. Okay. Okay, we'll talk tomorrow. I love you. I love you.